So I've been thinking about the different ways to heal people. And there's like, when we, when I used to think about healing and stuff, you, I would think about, um, you know, medicine and, you know, taking care of somebody, giving them fluids, you know, uh, or getting rid of a disease and stuff like that. I know what I've been thinking about and learning about is, is how there's a, like an electromagnetic energy field I think we produce. And especially um, if you've ever read Dying to Be Me, she talks about how her stage four lymphatic cancer was more a result of her energetic field being affected before the physical ailments actually manifested. So when I think about healing now, I start to wonder about how whatever's going wrong with myself or how I feel, any aches or pains, any, you know, pensioners, stuff like that that I've had. I I think about, like, what was affecting me energetically and that that sphere that you can't really see, you know. I I start thinking about that. And when I think about a lot of that stuff, I start to realize... um, a lot of it has to do with stress. A lot of it has to do with anger. You know, what we would consider negative emotions and stuff like that. So so there's all different kinds of ways to get healed, people. And uh, I'm starting to meet people and stuff that do energetic healing. And before I used to think it was all kind of hokey pokey and stuff like that. But over the last four years or so I'm starting to realize that there's something to it and that you can actually physically at least I can physically feel the things happening to me and um, if you guys listen to the Eslin Chronicle episodes you realize you heard me talk about uh, some of the things I went through there and the physical sensations and stuff that I experienced there letting go of old stuff and that was affecting me and stuff like that and that was a that's a form of healing you know so just uh take that into consideration with an open mind when you think about why you're sick or why you're this or why you're that because that's what I do now and I start to take care of myself in different ways besides just popping in some NyQuil or Theraflu or Percocets or whatever medications they they want to give you, you know, or me. And, uh, yeah. So just remember that healing comes in all shapes and forms. Politicism. Langism. Socialism. Fabulism. Nationalism. Elaborate schism. Mysticism. Barbarianism. 
Naturism. What's up, everybody? And welcome to the Langisms Podcast. And I'm Lang, in case you didn't know or were wondering. And this is a podcast where I just talk about all kinds of stuff that goes through my head, that's part of my life, that I experience, and that I just want to share. So, and this may sound a little different because I'm recording it on my phone live from St. Croix in the United States Virgin Islands. And uh, I just moved here, and I don't have anything set up <laughs> as far as my computer and stuff goes. I'm still waiting for some stuff to get shipped here from the mainland. So I'm recording this on my, my new iPhone, and I'm just going to go from there. You know, once I get everything hooked up, it'll be back to normal. Uh, this episode, I have a friend of mine that I met when I was at the Esalen Institute, um, April. And I'll put all her contact information on on uh, on the blog. And um, April does energy work, energy healing, and stuff like that. And she was talking to me about how she wanted to do a an akashic healing session with me. And this involves, you know, doing a what they call an akashic record and a chart. But it's not what you think when you think chart. The chart is actually made up of crystals and stuff. And they use that for each individual person to help them get answers and heal themselves on a on a different level, you know. Go back to kind of the, the source healing of it and stuff like that. And uh, so, yeah, that's what we did on this episode. And I think it was pretty cool. But uh, before we get started on the episode, I'm going to go ahead and give you guys some information that you might want. And that could be maybe, I don't know, like my blog that goes along with this podcast. But I also post a lot of other things on there, like recipes and writings. I've been a little in chaos lately with the move and everything, but I plan on getting back on that stuff. And you can go there. It's Langisms dot blogspot.com and um, check that out you can also find Langisms on Facebook it's a page I manage and you can follow that and I always post podcast updates and stuff on there or you can go to my website langstevens.net and there's a link there where you can contact me or you can go to the podcast from there or the blog from there and also, you can contact me at my email, which is langisms at gmail.com. Because I'd love to hear from people. I'd love to hear what people have to say about things. And it doesn't even have to be anything I've talked about. You could just sit there and say, hey, I've been experiencing this in my life. What do you think about this? And also, so you know, I'm always looking for people to be on the podcast. So if you want to be on my podcast, just give me a shout out and we can set it up. You know, I'm totally cool with that. I mean, I can't do that right this minute. Well, actually, I can. I have my laptop, and that's all I need because I do it. I record it off a, a website, a video conferencing website. So, if anybody's interested in that, totally give me a shout out, and I will, uh, I will get back to you, and we can do that. And also, if you have a, a audio clip of your favorite ism that you would like to hear in the intro music, you can send that to my Gmail address, langisms at gmail dot com. Or if you have anything that you just want to share 
on the podcast, any event information, any of that stuff. I'm totally cool with that because I just want this to be more not just about me. It's about people that are kind of experiencing similar things, maybe, or just want to be, you know, connected with people because that's pretty important, I think. And uh, I think that just about does it. Um, so yeah, just go ahead and chill out, listen to the session with me in April, and I'll be back after with some information, and, uh, and yeah, it'll be cool. Alright, so everybody just go ahead and put up your tray tables, put on your aluminum tinfoil hats, and put on your protective goggles, because that's super important. Recline your seats, dim the lights, and get ready to be bombarded by an Akashic healing session with me and my friend April. Go ahead and enjoy. Hello. Can you see me? Um, Hi, can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Yay. <laughs> it is so good to see your face. Oh, it's good to see you too. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so how have you been? Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. good. It's been, um, I've had some rough patches, like particularly like around my health. Like I got the flu, but um, I'm doing much better now. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have a little bit of something that's lingering on from like last week. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's that time of year. Yeah. So you ready to start? I am. Are you ready? I am ready. So we we get like have like a forty minute time period. So it's already started. Okay. And then I don't. I've, I've never gone past that, so I don't know if it'll just all of a sudden end or what. So. Okay. Um. um yeah. So this is April. She's on the podcast. Um. Uh, hi, April. Hi. <laughs> and uh, what you were talking to me about wanting to talk about was Akashic healing. Yes. Okay. So, you want to tell a little bit about that? Yeah, I would love to. So it's um, Akashic records are an energetic imprint of everything. So past, present, future. Um, and it's very helpful in seeking the records for um, healing. And it's just a very high vibrational space. And there's a lot of love and light there um, and guard guides and helpers. And um, it's very useful for looking at causes and conditions for things like I'm um, finding out why. It's great for why questions. Like why is my relationship with so-and-so like blah, blah, blah. Or mm -hmm. um, why am I having so much trouble with whatever, right? Um, it's less helpful for future things because our future can change based on any choice that we make or choices that others make. So, you know, the futures, well, that's the thing. There, there's not a future, right? So it's a range of possibilities. And so all of those are theirs, but because of the, the flexibility and the malleability of the future, um, it's not as helpful. In, does that make sense? Yeah, because of free will. Exactly. And being able to change things. Totally, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so how did you get into doing this? Um, I took a class 
with um, a very talented woman named Susan Feinblum. And the method that she teaches is actually by Linda Howe. So if anyone wants to learn more about it, Linda Howe has written a few books on it and she's fantastic. Um, so I, and I just started practicing once I took the class and found that I have a knack for it. Um, okay. Yeah, and then when we were at Esplin together, I started actually not just going into the records to read for myself and others, but then being prompted to do energy work while in the records. So, um, so learning that it's not just a static thing, even the past stuff can be changed, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, and you wanted to do an Akashic healing during this podcast? Is it, that what you want? <laughs> <laughs> I am totally up for it. We can totally do that. So what do we need to do? Okay, so um, I actually made a crystal grid already to kind of bring us both dimensionally into the same space. I'll send okay. you a photo of that later. Um, and so, yeah, if you want to just kind of sit back, I, oh, Lang, do I have permission to access your Akashic record? Yes, you do. Okay. You have permission. So I'm going to say a prayer and then um, I'll be in the records and then you can ask whatever questions you like. Um, even with my caveat that I just gave about not being useful for future stuff, you can always try for future stuff and we'll see. Yeah. Um, okay, so here we go. Okay. And so we do acknowledge the forces of light, asking for guidance, direction, and courage to know the truth, as it is revealed for our highest good and the highest good of everyone connected to us. Help me to know Lang Edward Stevens in the light of the Akashic Records, to see Lang Edward Stevens through the eyes of the Lords of the Records, and enable me to share the wisdom and compassion that the masters, teachers, and loved ones of Lang Edward Stevens have for Lang Edward Stevens. Okay, the records are now open. Okay, so I just start asking questions or? Yep, whatever is coming up is usually the best place to start. Okay, let's see. I've, I've been struggling with some weight issues lately. Mm -hmm. You know, I've gained back some of the weight I've lost and I'm kind of curious as uh, what, I, what I need to pay attention to to move past this and get back on track. Yeah. So I was actually seeing this, it's interesting, I was seeing this as I was setting up the crystal grid even before we started, but mm -hmm. um, that your, your central channel of your energy is um, wanting more um, alignment and more, I guess, energy flow through it. Like right now it's looking like your energy is kind of more like diffused all throughout your whole aura and energetic system and so um anything you can do through like meditation um to sort of bring your more of your energy of course you're still going to have energy dispersed throughout your whole energy body that's how it works but really strengthening that central channel is going to help a lot and um we can work on that now a little bit if you like yeah let's do that okay cool so just kind of close your eyes your feet on the floor 
And imagine, if you will, that you have a, like a, a, a cord or a beam of energy from about like two feet above your head going all the way down through your center, through, through the center of your head, through the center of your body, from your perineum, and then going all the way down um, into, I don't know, about two feet below your feet, like, or the way your bottoms of your feet are into the earth. Okay. So that's your kind of central channel there. And then just kind of feel into that flow feeling that central channel. Now imagine going out in all directions, like a disc kind of from your middle, like all the way, let it be as big as it wants to be, like eight feet, 10 feet more, if you want less, if that feels better to you. Okay. And this disc is connected from the top to the bottom of where we just said, right? So it's like a, uh, like a top almost, you know, so it's like going up like to a point at the top and out to the around and then down to a point at the bottom. You got that visual? Yes. Okay. And so now that you're sitting in your kind of cone or, or disc shape of energy, you're going to start to rotate that, um, I'm feeling counterclockwise, but you can rotate it whatever direction feels good to you. And you're sort of the axis, so you're not rotating. You're you're solid. It's just sort of this this energy field is sort of just rotating around you. Okay. Okay, cool. And now offering gratitude to your higher self, the part of you that lives up here at the top space, about two feet above your head. The part of you that is always connected, is always tapped in, the part of you that is always loving, always available. So just that that part of you that is your higher self, your love, your light. And so tapping into that and offering gratitude for that part of yourself. And then as you offer that gratitude with the larger piece still rotating it kind of creates a like a vortex and then that gratitude just kind of pours down through your central channel and you can focus on your perineum and then the that gratitude is going to kind of bring energy down that light love higher self energy down into the rest of you starting so you're yeah you're doing it so focusing on your perineum and keeping the gratitude going. And then the rotation is still going, but you don't have to focus on that as much. Just let that be in the background. Kind of a lot to keep track of. So once the pieces are set up, you can just focus on the part. Yeah. Do you, What are you experiencing as you're doing this? Uh, I'm experiencing... Um like this sensation in my perineum actually. Mm-hmm. And I'm experiencing like a cool air blowing around me. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. 
totally yeah that's that's the that's the vortex so you just created an energetic vortex and then as you don't have to keep doing it now because your listeners will get bored with it yeah. you can play with this so now now you have this practice and that's going to help you build up that that central channel okay and, um you can do it like for maybe just starting with like five minutes at a time actually because you don't want to overwhelm your system okay. and then, um and then building up your your capacity and this is actually a a a meditation that comes from Tom Kenyon, a practice that I want to give credit where credit's due. But that's that's what's coming through is from the records for being a helpful tool for you. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, what else should I ask? Um, <laughs> does this also have a lot to do with all the chaos I'm experiencing with the move right now as well is what I'm wondering. Yeah, it's also going to, yeah. So um, that, that lack of centeredness is, um, it's, it's all related. So any um, like disruption you've noticed in your eating habits or patterns in general, like ability to sleep maybe, or I'm just feeling kind of off balance. That is, um, yeah, the move, any huge transition like this that you're making or anyone makes in life is going to have that tendency to throw us off kilter and uh -huh. so that um that practice that we just practiced is going to help you with your center core so that you're not as easily um caterwonky okay yeah that makes sense to me yeah <laughs> okay um i guess another question i would want to ask is about my relationship with my mother um i don't or the lack of relationship with my mother uh and what do I need to pay attention to when it comes to either building a relationship with her or letting go? Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing that she's not really in a place to have a, a like direct relationship. Like you can still have like a, a spiritual relationship with her. Right. But like um, a physical, like um uh, face-to-face -face relationship I'm looking it's looking like she's not as she's not going to be able to provide the kind of um connection or interaction that that you would need from that right um and so which I think you kind of already know right like, yeah I kind of already have some she's very uh, heavily like very religious yeah. kind of thing and um me being gay and stuff has strained quite a bit of things with her I think you know she's had a lot to deal with and try to get past and yeah. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but in terms of the, the, the consciousness relationship that you can have for her, like you can still um, tune into her higher self, her, the truth of who she is mm -hmm. and connect with her on that level. And you'll find a lot of healing and then your actual um, physical face-to-face -face relationship may shift as a result of the work that you do connecting to her higher self okay that makes sense and so yeah um so you can kind of just tune into her um yeah her higher self and you can just chat with her like you would want to chat with the mother that you wish you'd kind of always had right yeah she wasn't able to be for you because of her own wounding and all of her own stuff and so um 
so kind of don't because that's that's the stuff that's getting in the way and preventing her from from having a loving supportive caring mother relationship with you yeah. the physical right and so you can kind of just skip up above all of that stuff and still like you know like talk to her whatever you would want to say to her mom like hey mom i'm moving to the virgin islands it's so cool aren't you and you know i've got this all of this stuff that i'm really excited about and you can kind of um feel into the love that she has for you available at that level yeah because that it makes, is, yeah that makes a lot of sense to me yeah okay and then let's see um as you know, over the month at Esalen, I asked some questions about relationship stuff, and I was told that the transition is going to be difficult. And it has been. There's been a lot of uh, kind of rolling eyes and kind of uh, meeting some resistance with some of the changes I've gone through. So I'm wondering, what do I need to pay attention to when it comes to the relationships with Bob and Cecil? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's been kind of, there's been some ups and downs there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm getting this picture of like a like a ripple in a pond, right? Like when someone drops, like a, when a pebble or something falls into a pond and the ripples. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the significance of that is, but I just wanted to tell you that was the initial image that I'm getting. Um, yeah, well, I guess the, yeah, like, so the pebble is your experience at, at Esalen and it's rippling out to all of these other aspects and parts of your life, right? And so they're kind of, oh yeah, they're in their boats on the, on the pond and they're like, whoa, um, <laughs> the waves, right? And um, so I guess for you, it's to again, to be in your center, right? And, and let them have their experiences without taking it personally, without letting it um, uh, affect your vision and your, your knowing your truth of who you are and what you're about, right? And um, knowing that, they're, that the, the waves will settle and that their experience is their own and that um, in terms of how you can actually relate to them. Um, yeah, I, I, I keep getting that, that, that center, that center you, that center truth, that center Lang, as long, as much as you can be there and live there, it, like your interactions with them will be in your authenticity and your truth. And it will, um, you'll be able to meet them where they're at and and still be um, uh, what's the word like have an equilibrium mm-hmm. yeah it's really interesting it's, so it's all it seems everything keeps pointing me back to practice mm-hmm. and, and incorporating that into my life it's not just with you but with a lot of other things I've been doing lately I keep getting all these little little fingers pointing in this direction like hey over here you need to be more attentive because I've kind of slipped out of it with all the chaos going around on around me yeah um let's see what else should I ask and you said future questions are kind of iffy I mean we can try we can try okay um so I want to know like if I'm on the right path with my schooling 
Okay. And everything that's going on with that, with the health information technology, or if something else might end up taking my attention somewhere else. As soon as you said that, I got a picture of cooking, like, which I know that's not- <laughs> You're not, you were like, I'm not doing that anymore. So, um, <laughs> never say never though. I should never say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, and, and your guys that, or the, the records, they're saying like that with the health information, like, like that's fine, right? There's no wrong choice. There's lessons to be had with whatever we choose. So it's not that you're like on the, there's no wrong path, right? So, so that, that's like a perfectly good thing to pursue and you're going to learn and get from that everything that you need to learn and get from that and at the same time it's looking like cooking is more uh it's like the the shortcut you know like so like you're still going to get where you need to go and and absorb everything that you need to absorb on that path with the health services or the health sorry the health information health information thank you (laughs) um so you'll still get everything you need from that um it's it looks like it's a windier longer maybe um and if you were able to switch over to um cooking and food that is going to be a more um direct okay that's really strange because uh when Bob and Cecil were just on the island and they basically secured me a job cooking at a resort. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> that was uh, one of the things that came out of that trip because uh, they're really shorthanded with the hospitality industry on the island right now. So yeah. it's really interesting that you say that. I was kind of curious about what's going on with everything with that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and also uh, me and my sister have really bonded over the last couple of years. Uh-huh. And I just want to know what's in store for our relationship and moving forward. Yeah, I'm getting just a great sense of love and kinship. Um, you guys have a beautiful relationship, and I can. I, it just looks like like more of that. Are you very close with her children at all? Um, somewhat. I mean, we're not. I don't live near them or anything. Yeah. Um, and her one daughter is in Utah and kind of off on her own, uh-huh. her own thing. But Amy, uh, she, I see her on Facebook and stuff like that. And I, I support her and what she's trying yeah. to do with changing to be a, you know, a vegan and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So as you were just discussing that, I got more information. So the, the children part that I'm seeing is actually that you guys are both in your relationship, healing your wounds from childhood so that oh. your relationship now that you have and the love that you have now is actually helping your inner little Lang and um, your sister's little self as well. So. Yeah, we, yeah, we talk a lot about a lot of that <laughs> stuff. So that makes total sense to me. Yeah. Um, and I have I have a brother, mm-hmm. and we don't really talk. And there's been a lot of turmoil in his life lately, and I'm wondering about my relationship with him moving forward and stuff, and what that's going to be like. Yeah, he feels like he's really rich and um, not wanting to have like any flexibility in terms of like what he's willing to give or offer. Um, so, you know, it, it's looking like if you want to have a relationship with him, it's, it has to be 100% on his terms. Um, and which I guess 
if that's what you are want or are willing to do, then yeah, you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm okay. I mean, and that's kind of where he's at too. I, I understand that, but yeah. I'm not willing to, to bend in ways that are uncomfortable for myself. So I was just curious because there's been a lot of turmoil over the past year with my family and stuff and just weird things have been going on and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, what else? What else should I ask? I mean, Oh, I want to know more about, okay. I I've, I've been doing the tarot stuff uh-huh. lately and I got a pendulum. Ooh, Somebody sent me a pendulum. Yeah. And I'm wondering, um, is this going to become like a very integrated part of my life with, with these tools or is there something else as well? Yeah, no, I'm getting that it is. Um, and, oh, and I'm also seeing that, okay, so you know how you were talking about your, you've fallen out of your practice. Mm-hmm. Well, the tarot and the pendulum is like a fun way for you to keep engaged with your practice actually. So because they are things that interest you and so you can sort of, do your meditation and your energy work with your core central channel that I, we talked about in the very beginning um, and, and also incorporate your pendulum and your tarot. And that way it's something that you're interested in and it's engaging and it is less of a chore, right? Like it's, it, then it becomes something fun that you're into and not like having to go on a jog. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Oh, I know jogging is good for me, but I hate it. Like, so I'm never going to do it. So this is a way for you to keep your practice engaging and fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I do, uh, I have been really getting into it lately and I do enjoy doing that and I can see possibly incorporating that with a daily practice as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, is there anything else I should ask you since I got you right here? Um, why is it, that I let things stress me out and I always feel like I have to fix things. Mm, why do you always feel like you have to fix things? <laughs> that one sounds familiar. I, I think I, I have a little bit of that too. Um, okay, so I'm seeing that there's little you, um, I want to say like eight to 10 years old and I'm getting like this feeling in my lower abdomen that's really unpleasant. It feels like almost like a punch to the gut. And so I'm wondering, and definitely maybe not like a, an, like I'm not saying that you were punched in the stomach when you were between eight and 10 years old, but there was, it, it looks like, can you reflect back and see if there's something in that age range when you sort of had that feeling of like, like, well, I know there was a lot of that. My parents had split up like when I was seven and okay. there was a lot of divorce going on. There was a lot of, uh, uncomfortableness and change and everything. And it was kind of like being caught in a whirlwind. Yeah. You know? okay, so, um, yeah. so that's, that's the, that's what's getting activated now. Right. So that part of you that, um, was um like so caught in the turmoil and like feeling so out of control like everything was changing and you had like zero ability to like manage it and so and feeling like helpless and and like in a whirlwind so that um 
that uh. So um, if you could just tune in for a moment into your lower abdomen. It's feeling like sort of between the second and third chakra area, sort of in there. And then um, kind of tuning into the little you, little seven, eight, nine, ten year old Lang who was feeling so awash with all the changes and just needing something to hold on to, right? So we're going to just take care of little Lang and hold him, give him everything that he needed at that point in life. You might even, yeah, so already I can feel that he's, that you're, you're sending him lots of love and that's really good. And you've got your guys and helpers are holding him so that feeling is lessening. You might even tell him what you would, what you would say to any kid who is in that situation. Like you now with all of the wisdom and all the love that you have available to you now, what you would say to little Lang who's kind of caught in the whirlwind of his parents' divorce. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And sort of just let him. And so, yeah, because that part of you, right, he was kind of stuck there and he gets activated whenever there's sort of a whirlwind. And so this move that you're going through now is definitely in, it feels the same to him, right? Yeah. And that desire to fix things is coming from that, like, needing something to grasp onto like like everything is like so far out of my control like i'm gonna try to like fix this and do whatever i can to kind of manage this situation that feels so out of hand and so the invitation for you you've already just now i feel like just now with the work that you've done just in this little bit have released that a lot um and so whenever you're starting to have that feeling of being stressed out and needing to fix things you can kind of just tune in to little lang that little seven-year-old you and um just send him some love and like let him know it's going to be okay and you know just sort of take care of him a little bit and then your grown-up use tendency to stress and fix things will lessen okay yeah well it's good it's good to know yeah is there anything else you would like to talk about about your akashic healing or anything um no, well, here, let me close out of the records real quick and then oh, I can. Okay. Yeah, yes. So, I would like to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones for their love and compassion. I would like to thank the lords of the Akashic Records for their point of view. And I would like to thank the Holy Spirit of Light for all knowledge and healing. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was really, that was really cool. Um, I was definitely experiencing some energy movement and stuff during that. Mm -hmm. Um, It reminds me of uh, when I was releasing stuff Mm -hmm. with with Paul during the month long thing. Yeah. Um, So if anybody out there is curious, there is something to this, check it out. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. My website is mindalteringreality.com. I'm also on Facebook. You can look me up on mind altering reality. 
Um, and yeah, I love this work. I feel like it's so, um, it's, it's, well, it's fun. It's cool. I'm like, yay. Like, you know, being able to tune in and help people, but also to hear from like you, like, wow, that I really felt a shift. And so the people that I've worked with so far, this is fairly a new thing for me. Um, it's really only been since I was at Esalen that I've um, been working in this way um, mm -hmm. where we've been doing energy work while within the records. So, um, the feedback that I've gotten so far has been really positive and that's exciting. Okay. So on Facebook, is it your, your personal page or do you have a, I have a, a business. Yeah. It's my altering reality on Facebook. Okay. And I'll, I'll put all that information in the resources for the, the podcast on the blog and everything. So people can get a hold of you. Yeah. Do you have any uh, upcoming events? Um, I'm doing a workshop this weekend on Saturday. Um, okay. We're living on purpose with passion. And then um, I'm also going to be offering this, uh, like a more in-depth version of that same content in an online class. So, oh, so that's coming up then. That, yeah, I need, I don't know the exact timing of it because I ha have to teach myself how to do online classes. <laughs> well, you can use like what I'm using here with the Zoom, you know. Yeah. So, um, but that is something. And if people want to go to the Facebook page or my website, they'll be, as I have that information have the dates and specifics that's where it will be all right awesome yeah. um anything else you would like to add or are you good no just that i'm so happy to see you and yeah i wish you all the best with the move. I've, i'm really uh glad that i got to see you again <laughs> even if it's just on a computer screen you know we, we had such a intense month together and everything and yeah i just love you a lot you know i, know. I just think you're you're awesome and I like watching all your adventures on Facebook too. <laughs> oh, yeah, right back at you. And uh, you need to come visit in the Virgin Islands when I you will. get a chance. No, you I know? don't. Yeah, for sure. It's, I'm pretty sure it's 80 degrees every day. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. All right, April, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. And if you want to ever do this again, just let me know. And awesome. especially once you start doing all your other classes and stuff if you want to come on and talk about that and stuff that'd be really great awesome i would love to yeah thanks right. for having me. oh no right. problem and this this will probably be out uh in a couple weeks okay this will probably be the next the next episode i release so just keep an eye out and yay you can share it with all your friends and yeah i'll share it with all my friends and so on and so on and so on <laughs> i love it all right i love you girl love you too all right i'll talk to you later all right bye all right, everybody, that was my friend April, and um, it was a really good experience doing that with her. I can only imagine what it would be like if I, like, was maybe a little bit more prepared with some, like, searching things that I wanted to ask. But maybe, again, on a later episode, I can get her on and we can, I can be a little bit more ready for it and do that. And I, I want to say, April, thank you for coming on the podcast if you're listening, and I appreciate it. And... Again, you can find her at mindalteringreality.com and Mind Altering Reality on Facebook as well. And I recommend checking her out, see what kind of event she has coming up. And if you're in her area, you, I recommend doing maybe a little session with her. Or maybe she'll even be able to do a session online like she did with me. So, uh, yeah, I was experiencing a lot of cool things during that, a lot of different sensations and 
if I know a lot of people out there don't really understand this stuff or or subscribe to it or anything, but um, if you can go into things with an open mind and good intention and be able to be more accepting of, of things you don't understand, you never know. You'll get something out of something, right? So, um, I'll go ahead and give you some information. Again, to contact me, you can contact me at langisms at gmail.com. You can contact me on Facebook at the Langisms webpage on Facebook. That's Langisms. You can also go to my website, langstevens.net, and contact me through the website, as well as access the podcast and the blog through the website. Um, I'm on Patreon now. I don't have any subscribers, and that's okay, but... uh, I'm going to be working in the next few months to get that more focused and get some special content on there for people that might, they might want to hear or see. You never know. Um, what else? Oh, the blog, Langisms at blogspot.blogspot.com. Um, langisms.blogspot.com. And uh, you check that out. There's always links for the podcast episodes on the blog as well as other things like sometimes when I get into gear i i write i also do recipes and stuff and i actually i i I made a uh, yellow split pea stew the other day that was pretty tasty i might put that up on the uh on the blog so keep an eye out for some recipes and stuff and uh yeah you can make comments on the episodes or the writings or whatever you want and well i think that's about it um I'm going to be taking some time. The episodes aren't going to be coming out as fast right now. I want to take some time and really focus on doing a really solid, good episode that's creative with lots of things. And since we're in transition right now and we haven't really settled in, that could take a little bit. And I want to try to get ahead on some of the recordings for the for the podcast, too, so that I'm not always like trying to get it done at the last minute or anything, right? And having said that, if anybody out there is interested on being on the podcast uh you can go ahead and email me or contact me through any of the various avenues and i would love to have somebody on here i'd also love to get comments from people any recommendations on what they think would make the podcast better or any kind of topics that they're curious about what i think about i would love to love to do that and if anybody wants to share any writing poetry or any of that stuff i would love to share that on there on the podcast too or if you just want to Send an audio clip of your favorite ism. I would totally put that into the intro music. Because that's a constantly evolving thing. Um, I hope this sound, this segment sounds okay. I'm, I'm using a new microphone in a new environment. And I'm hoping that everything turns out well. And I should be getting all the rest of my recording equipment in the next week or so. And uh, so the sound might change again. And go back to kind of more of a whatever sound. All right. So um, I think that's going to do it for this podcast, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Go check out April's website. And keep an ear and an eye open on the blog. And and the airwaves for the next podcast that will be coming to you hopefully within the next month. All right. And then hopefully after that it will be a little bit more frequent. Okay. So... Take care of yourselves, everybody, and if there's one thing that you can do today to make a difference in your life, and then that could blossom into the lives of other people around you, is learn to love yourself.
all right? Because that is the very best place to start. All right, I'm out of here, everybody. Peace!